Hello, Bammers! Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Mod Squad Horse Show. As always, joining me, we have got the Godfather Rex, Yo Cholo Felix, Brandon, the Bam Tender, and of course me, Ginger. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Good, good. I like it. I like it. Got a hell of a show tonight. I'm super duper excited. We've got some awesome trailer. We've got an awesome kill of the week. Lots of good stuff. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump right in. So as always, this is an 18 plus stream. If you are not 18, get out. Unless your mama told you you could be here. You need to leave. All right. So with that being said, we're going to jump right in. Mr. Brandon. What you got for us drink-wise this week? So, inspired by one of the new franchises uh, for the March Horror Box, I'm going to do a little drink called the Basket Case. Now, if you haven't seen Basket Case, it's it's a pretty awesome uh, 80s horror movie. It's got some ridiculous... It was done on like a string budget, uh, but it's got some really, really cool... Uh, practical effects. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so it, it's basically about uh, this guy who is carrying around this, this giant wicker basket around New York and come to find out that it contains uh, the deformed uh, amputated portion of a uh, Siamese twin that, that he had when, when he was younger. And it's, it's alive and it's it's pretty gross looking um and they're out tracking down the doctors that uh removed them when they were younger so the drink i'm doing is a two-parter uh in honor of the uh siamese twins so i'm going to be doing a shot uh and just chasing it with a beer so the shot is made up of uh butter shots which is just a, a butterscotch uh schnapps we got some uh Bailey's Irish cream, and then I'm going to do a few drops of grenadine just to give it some some blood. So we're going to do our butterscotch first, about three quarters of the way up. We're going to top it off with some Bailey's Irish cream, and this kind of gives it that uh, the same. It's like the same color as uh, the little dude, his little uh, uh, amputated Siamese twin. And then, like I said, a few drops of grenadine to give it a little bit of blood. And then we're going to do, you can do any beer. I'm a big Guinness fan. Uh, so I've got uh, Guinness here that I'm going to do on the side. Now, you could do this like a, a boiler maker or a depth charge or something where you drop the shot into uh, the drink. But... Uh, for this show, I'm just going to be doing the shot and then uh, following it up with some with some Guinness. So here you go is the basket case. Here's if you can see. Here's the shot. Cheers. No worries, y'all. Mine's mm. just sweet tea. Yum. Mine's just that's, sweet tea. That's good. It's sweet, but it's really good. Guinness. Awesome. Great chaser, right All there. All right. Man. And there you go. There you have 
uh, the basket case. All right. As always, Brandon, thank you so much for coming up with our drink of the week. I really enjoy that segment. I'm sure that everybody else does as well. Uh, so I sure do. Yeah. Next on our list of stuff to do, uh, we do have some horror news. Uh, I am going to go ahead and let Rex take it away. He does have something that he would like to share this week, so I'm going to let him go ahead and talk about it because I don't think that I can. <laughs> because you're scared of spiders? I fucking hate spiders, dude. <laughs> like, Even just right. talking about them? You could sit there and watch Terrifier 2, but a little <laughs> spider crawling. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had a spider crawl across my desk one day, like across the top of my laptop, and like I literally about shit a brick. Like, <laughs> not a good time. <laughs> so. I hate spiders. <laughs> I, I don't hate spiders. I like spiders, but I do like spider movies. Uh, so Studio Canal has taken multiple territories on Sting. Sting is a movie that is going to be coming out here in the next few months, actually. And it's going to be, of course, Montana, worldwide sales, everything. And it's going all over Europe and then in the United States first. So um, the synopsis on Sting. It's uh, and I'm gonna try to read it as dramatically as I can. Uh, on one cold, stormy night in New York City, no, I'm not gonna do that. Um, basically, a mysterious object falls from the sky and goes through the window of a rundown apartment building. And this little girl finds it, and this little bitty spider comes out. And she's real big on superhero stuff, so hey, spider broke through, must be a superhero, you know. So she decides to keep it and she names it Sting. And uh, as her fascination with this spider grows, so does its size. And then all of a sudden, some pets start coming up missing, and then some neighbors start coming up missing. And but she's the only one who knows how to kill it. So it's um, it's it's arachnophobia on crack. So I'm really excited about yeah. it. Instead of a bunch of spiders, it's one spider, and it's a yeah. space spider at that. So I mean, you can't go wrong with space spiders. I mean. Casper Van Dien made a career off those. That's true. So, That's I true. love. See, I, I, told you know, story, I told the story before, and you said I'm back in phobia, and I have to throw it in here. Uh, when she was younger, her and her parents went to go watch, you know, arachnophobia, and there was a scene where something happened, and she dropped all of her. I don't know if they're skittles or what, but they went down the theater and started freaking <laughs> everyone in the theater because they, you know, thinking the there's spiders little spiders running by their feet. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, I don't think I can. Hand, I don't think I can handle that portion of it. I mean, you know, it's like when the little hoses and some of those those live theaters—they've got all the, the smell of vision and all the other crap yeah. going on. Or the air that's like whipping. It. No, I can't do that. I probably that would be a that would be a good one to go see in 4DX. Yeah, no, I think I probably scream. I would scream like a little schoolgirl. It would be bad. It made me think of uh, Eight Legged Freaks. That's one of my favorite. Uh, like it. spider uh, creature movies, David Arquette. Oh my god, that's such a good movie. I love there that. was a mall in Glendale, Arizona. We all went yeah. to it, was like the mall. Um, and they blew it up for that movie. That's the mall at the end, yeah. They blew oh, that up. Nice. It, no, that's it's cool. not. Love that mall, <laughs> no, man. That's awesome. It was my favorite yeah, well. mall. It was down the street from our school. I mean, you know, we always went yeah. and hung out there, played the arcades, watched the dollar movies, and they freaking yeah. blew it up for a spider movie, man. 
So you're, all I got to say about that. <laughs> your uh, your whole Skittle story. Um, I have always been a fan of like like being out on the water and like watching movies on like you know a big screen or something. We did that at uh, we did that at what was it Oklahoma Horcon last year. Did y'all watch Jaws? No. Um. So. <laughs> okay so anyways your skittles story reminded me of how much like i love that concept of like being in the moment right so like for example at oklahoma city horcon we watched one of the um <sighs> one of the nightmare on elm street movies out on like a big like island float that we had bought it was really fun but can you imagine nice. watching jaws out on the water no. and something touching your foot <laughs> No, yeah. I would live. I would be living on that float in the middle of the pool because guess what? I ain't getting back in the water again nope. to get back to the shore. Pull me in on the float because yep. no. Nope. So this is why the up, float got cords. <laughs> this last, this cannot, last summer, we set up a pool in the backyard, and that was one of the first movies. Nope. And the, the big movie screen projector and everything, and we floated around in it watching watching Jaws, and that was that was a great that was a great experience. It's a lot of fun. It might be a little different, like being in the middle of a lake or something yeah. with like actual, like not knowing what's Fish below you. That, yeah. that might change it a little bit. Yeah. Or doing I that cannot while you're be by the myself in a swimming pool. If I cannot be by myself, I will freak out because of Jaws. I hate water. Never been to the ocean. Hate lakes. No, I'm out. I'm is this out. why you live in the desert? This yeah, is why exactly I live why. in the desert. <laughs> Yeah, Josh, water is like Christina's <laughs> spiders. Yeah. So I think that that about finishes that up. We're going to move into our upcoming trailer. Super excited for this one, y'all. I think everybody's going to really enjoy this trailer. Uh, I really enjoy some of the changes that I'm seeing been made in this trailer compared to maybe the original of this. Um, so without further ado... I give you our trailer of the week. Prepare to witness the horrific rise That's how Rex of was the talking next earlier. generation of evil. Yep. <laughs> I've got a good dramatic voice. Based on the short story. By Stephen King. Comes the nightmare. Like you've never seen it before. I know. It sucks. It's hard sometimes. You can hardly breathe. But I can help with your pain. Brace yourself. He who walks. He talked to me. He took care of me. So now I'm going to take care of him. Like killing all the adults. These kids are way younger than the ones of the original. Man. Which I oh, think is better. Shit. Main girl, her right there. It's all going to be on her shoulders. Ugh. 
children of the corn. I've never had like a huge, um, this, this has never been like one of my favorite horror movie series. So I don't really have a problem so much with like the changes they've made. That's, that's fine, you know, updating it. This movie has been remade countless times and the, yeah. you know, there's so many sequels and stuff. Like, I feel like this franchise has kind of been beaten to death. Uh, I will say though, that that, that trailer looked better, I guess, than a lot of the sequels and previous remakes. So that that's what I was going to say too. Um, you know, and yes, children of the court, you're right, Brandon, children of the court has been beat the shit out. They beat the shit out of that franchise. I mean, it's like Hellraiser. It's up there you with Hellraiser. Children of the court. <laughs> Yeah, cousins of Joel Accord, children of the maze and different, you know, aspects. But, you know, the the way I look at it is this. When we discussed this earlier, before we started recording, I was already in my mind ready to trash this movie as a remake, ready to trash it. But I, I watched the trailer full the way I'm a, I am, I'm good with this movie. I'm okay with it. I will go see it. It's it's the the girl, the main little, the younger one, the one that's in charge. I, I think she's going to be, you can just tell, she's a good yeah. actress, man. I, I think it's, the weight's on her shoulders. If she can pull it off, it's going to be a great one. Yeah, and I agree. I, like I think that's true too, Felix. I just think that, I mean, I, I'm excited about it because it's the way it is, is it's new, it's fresh. And I think, Felix, you said during the trailer, they look younger. They are. The kids are way younger than they were in the original. So I'm... It's kind of a new spin on it a little bit, you know, but I'm I'm pretty jazzed on it. And I am. I mean, they're rounding up the whole fucking town, so. so yeah, I'm yeah. also super excited for this. Uh, I mean, it's always cool to see, like, a female-led cast, right? Uh, and I know that that's probably the unpopular opinion in the room, and that, like, that is totally fine. Um, but seeing just, like, a young girl being able to hold an entire fucking movie on her back like that is insane and i'm super excited to see what she does with it um and you know as you guys are saying like it does seem like they're a little bit younger so it's really cool to see actors and actresses that young being able to portray uh these kinds of um characters uh so yeah super excited for that one y'all super super excited i think it's gonna be really good um i really like uh, you know i'm not a big fan of remakes i never really have been but i'm excited for this one All right. With that being said, I think we're going to move into our next segment here. Um, So we do have our serial killer of the week. I'm excited for this one. I'm going to go ahead and let Rex take us away. What you got for us? All right. So today we are going to be focusing on Jane Topin. Jane Topin was born March 31st, 1854, died August 17th, 1938. Uh, she was an American serial killer. Her nickname was Jolly Jane. Um, she got arrested in 1901, where she confessed to not one, not two, but 31 murders. What she was doing, and you know, this they put people in spots of trust, and this is somebody that abused that trust. Uh, she began her training as, an, as a nurse as a nurse at Cambridge. And uh, then she decided to do a bunch of good, wonderful stuff and got all these awards. And she was recommended for Massachusetts General Hospital. 
there, she began poisoning her people. And they were older, always, you know, elderly. And what she would do, she would give them uh, different drugs, mixing uh, morphine and atropine. So morphine will slow you down, but atropine is an upper and it'll pick you up for those that don't know. So she was always just doing stuff. And sometimes she'd make fake charts for him and stuff like that to make sure she was medicated and drifting in and out of consciousness. She would get in bed with these people after she would drug them. She would get in bed and go lie down with them to snuggle or whatever, you know, to, you know, as they were passing. All in all, 31 people were dead. Uh, she ended up uh, confessing to all 31. Um, the, you know, I think the oldest person she killed was uh, 83 the youngest she killed was, uh, what was it, 40. So she did get a 40-year-old. Uh, you know, So not everybody was old, I guess. So uh, She was uh, found not guilty by reason of insanity. And uh, I do not have her last words. I wish I did. Uh, but she spent the rest of her life in a, in a kooky house. So there's that. So, but yeah, I just can't. I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about it. You know, when it comes to like, you know, alcohol, and I'm not sure what drugs y'all have or have not tried in your lifetimes but you know and it's not not trying to promote drug use alcohol abuse or anything else on this show but you know it's like drinking a bunch of alcohol and thank you thank you for putting that back up but it's like drinking alcohol and you know which is it's a it's, it, it's a depressant it brings you down but you know what i'm gonna do a couple bumps of speed at the same time and see what happens we'll just drive this truck and find out where we go you know and that's what she was I doing. Think, I think she laid. Go ahead. I think she laid with them afterwards to probably hear their last heartbeat or to see, uh, hear their last breath. It slowing down as they were going. Some people are weird like that, and that's probably where the insanity. Please, that is weird because I never that. even thought of that. That's the only part that bothers me is not guilty by reason of insanity. Fuck that. That bitch knew what she was doing. Yep, she uh, spent the rest of her life, died of natural causes in a mental institution. I have a question, though. Aren't all serial killers insane? I mean, is that not the whole thing that makes you a serial killer? Is you're fucking crazy? No, so, like, not necessarily. Not necessarily. So you think that a completely sane person would take the life of someone else? No, I'm not saying they're completely sane. What I'm saying is they're not insane. They might have a break with reality, but that does not make them insane. They, the formal deal of insanity is being able to differentiate what's right and what's wrong. And if they cannot differentiate what's right and wrong, then they're insane. But that's why most most insanity defenses fail because they know, oh yeah, well, I know that stealing is bad. Well, why'd you do it? Because I'm a serial thief. I do this, you know. Well, that doesn't make you crazy just because you know the difference. If you yeah, know the difference, but, you're not but it's different when you're talking about theft because I can tell you everybody has stole something in their lifetime. I don't care who you are. I don't care if if you want to say that you haven't or whatever. At one point or another, like you could be, a, you know, a kid in school and you probably stole somebody's toy or somebody's candy. Like, all right. So, real quick, let me get the last words in. I um, ask permission. What'd you say? Nothing. Go ahead. All right, so last words for the week. We're going to go with Peter Curtin. Peter uh, killed anywhere between 9 and 60 adults and children. He drank the blood of uh, some of his victims as well as raped and beat many more, and he was executed by guillotine. 
on July 2nd, 1931 in Germany. His last words were, and I just love this. This guy was crazy. You went to my crazy. This is him. Tell me, after my head has been chopped off, will I still be able to hear, at least for the moment, the sound of my own blood gushing from the stump on my neck? That would be a pleasure to end all pleasures. I was like, whoa! <laughs> and that is my final word of the week, and now I'll be quiet. All right, so that concludes our serial killer and our final words for this week. Uh, I'm super excited about this next segment, y'all. You guys know Kill of the Week is one of my absolute favorites. Um, this does kind of go along with the new franchises that did just drop. I know we did um, Basket Case kind of as the, uh, as the drink for this week. So we're going to kind of continue on with that trend of using those franchises. I know on our original show, we saw the original movie. Now we're looking at number two. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. guys having for dinner? Steak, maybe? I don't know. Maybe some split peas? Potato skins? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I hear monkey's brain's really good. know how she's still fucking moving dude she wouldn't be she'd at least be unconscious like you would have passed out shock yeah the shock would have yeah pretty gnarly answer phone hey what's up what are you doing <laughs> it's locked and the faces are gonna unlock it <laughs> like girl i'm a little busy right now <laughs> uh, got bleach bleach and salt Ooh. Jesus. Have you been out candy? That I'll fix this. To the She's been busy. I'm here, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm over here. I'm a little bit everywhere at the moment. 
<laughs> That's jacked up. Allie? When you call the police, you dumb bitch. Allie, answer me. What the hell's going on? I love the I love it. <laughs> oh, you cannot tell me that his fucking like. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> like, look what I did. I think I know what I think I know what the Halloween costume I'm going to be going for this year. So I think I could pull that off. Oh, so. I mean, you guys do look very similar. That's awesome. But yeah, that honestly, like the kill itself is fucking gruesome, right? Like blood, yeah. just uh, like I cannot imagine the bleach and the salt and the pain and like any of that. <laughs> but I really think that it is the way that he goes about things that makes him so fucking entertaining and was what yeah. makes his movies so good. It's, it's because, so extreme and almost cartoonish yeah. in a way. Yeah, because he doesn't talk. say anything. Right. He doesn't talk, right? So he's just like, like, it's all and then the he face. starts laughing. That's going to be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly. I still need those. to see these movies. I still need to see these movies. Oh, just to, now, this makes good. me want to see it a little bit more. I need to watch this one, the second one, but I definitely need to. <sighs> Yeah. I'm excited to get to meet him this year, to be honest. Like, it's awesome. going to be really fun. All right. I think that about does it for our kill of the week. So next on our list of things to do. What's in the what's box? In the box? Oh, what's in the box? Let me, let me press the button. Eventually, y'all, we will get it to where we all say that in unison, but it never happens because, never well. It takes all the fun out of it if we do it all again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. They just dropped the March franchises. Um, so obviously we're looking at Basket, right? We're looking at Leprechaun 3 and then Terrifier 2. I feel like this is a very solid lineup because if you think about it, no matter where the autograph comes from, right? Whether it's Basket Case, it's Leprechaun, it's Terrifier, like it is going to be a killer fucking autograph. Yeah. And I'm super excited to see where they go with it. And then if you think about it, say that, you know, Terrifier isn't the autograph. What if it's a prop? I'm thinking, and hey, doesn't a he have shaker. <laughs> a bottle of bleach? <laughs> but doesn't, uh, I, I can't remember if he has it in the second one or not, but doesn't he have like a little top hat? Yeah, his little hat. That's That was going to be my little hat. Yeah, it was going to be but a Yeah, prop. I think regardless of where they go with this or what direction they go in, whether we get a prop, we get an autograph, we get an art print, yeah. whatever they do with this box, like, you can't and it, lose. And it's perfect, of course, you know, Leprechaun 3 being in March, you know, for St. Patrick's Day. And that's Agreed. honestly one of my favorite uh, sequels in the Leprechaun ones. That's that's the one, Le Leprechaun in Vegas. That has some of the, the, the funnest kills in it, man. I can't wait for that one. I love the Leprechaun. That's a good one. 
Yeah, Leprechaun is definitely a classic. Uh, I know we talked a little bit earlier about remakes. How did you guys feel about the Leprechaun, the newest Leprechaun they put out? Didn't wasn't watch it. it. Wasn't it Horn? Was it Hornswoggle that played Leprechaun in the newest one? Yeah, no. So I know they they made they tried doing like a couple of different remakes. They did the Leprechaun Origins, which basically had nothing to do with like the original Leprechaun uh, mm -hmm. horror movies. Um, and then they did the the newer one that was supposed to kind of follow more the Warwick Davis uh, Leprechaun movies, but it didn't have Warwick in it. And I I feel like you know it, it would be like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie not having Freddy. You know Warwick Davis makes the the Leprechaun, and uh, yeah, you know it's like the the new the, that Nightmare on Elm Street remake. As much as I love Jackie Earl Haley, it was he was not a good Freddy, you know, Robert mm -hmm. England and Freddy Krueger. So um, they tried with the newest one, but it mostly failed for me. I agree. All right. Rex? Have you ever seen a good remake? Or one that was worth it? I mean, yeah. Off, I off think... the top of my head, I can't think of any, but... Comment below if you guys have ever seen a good remake and, or something that was worth remaking. And that, Felix, that's a good question, actually. Um, and I think what we need to do is I need to think about that because I I love movies. I'm big on a lot of movies, and I'm I'm sure that there has been remakes that I thought were better. Um, you know what? Tell you what, Ginger, can we revisit the answer to this question on next week's episode? Yeah. Uh, next week on the Mod Squad Horse Show, we will have a new segment called Remake or Bust. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk. Like we it. can talk a little bit about um, like remakes and whether we think that they were good, whether we, you know, we think that they weren't. We can get like a list together and do like a short segment on that. Um, I think that's like, a good idea. Here's this movie. What did we think of the remake? Was it a remake, you know, or was it bust? Right. Um, but yeah, Felix, I think you posed a really good question there. And I feel like there's a lot of really good content that can be made specifically around remakes. Um, so that's definitely something that we're going to revisit next week. Um, I do say that there's going to be some homework on everybody's part of trying to figure out, like, at least pick a couple of movies um, that you guys find that are remakes and then go from there. All right. With that being said, I think that this just about wraps up our show for this evening. I appreciate y'all tuning in as always uh, from me and the rest of your horror people here. I wish y'all a great weekend and we will see you next week. Cheers. See ya.